RTHK News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The headlines. Exiled mainland writer Ma Jen is worried he won't be allowed in when his plane lands in Hong Kong this afternoon. The Foreign Correspondence Club expresses shock over the barring of Victor Mallet, who tried to enter Hong Kong yesterday as a visitor. And people entering the United States illegally will no longer be able to claim asylum. Exiled mainland author Ma Jen has expressed serious concern about his chances of being allowed into Hong Kong when he arrives this afternoon from London to attend the International Literary Festival. The Taikun Arts Complex in Central has told him he's not welcome to give two talks there as it doesn't want to be a platform to promote political interests. Mr Ma called it political censorship. Patrick Poon, a China researcher at Amnesty International, says the Jockey Club-backed arts venue needs to give a clearer explanation of its motives. The director of the tycoon has already come out to say it's his own decision. It's something really the public is now worried about whether it's the Hong Kong Jockey Club decision as well. They need to come to the public to explain what happened and whether they actually make the decision and influence tycoon to do so. If not, there's something uh, need to be clearly explained to the public. Speaking overnight from London, where he lives, he said pressure from Beijing may be behind the decision. I'm surprised because the events have been planned for half a year. The Chinese government may have done something leading to the cancellation of the events. The political censorship of Taekwun has insulted and hurt readers in Hong Kong. One author who managed to get into Hong Kong for the festival is Lita Hong Fincher, who recently published Betraying Big Brother, The Feminist Awakening in China. It's extremely disturbing. Ma Jian himself said that he's not an activist, he's a novelist, and Taekwun is a center for the arts. And so it's quite clear to me that it's an act of... Perhaps it's self-censorship, but it's certainly censorship of some kind. Um, And it bodes very poorly for the future freedom of expression in Hong Kong. The Foreign Correspondence Club says it's shocked and baffled over the government's decision yesterday to deny the entry of its first vice president, Victor Mallet, as a visitor, just weeks after refusing to renew his work visa without explanation. In a statement, the FCC demanded an explanation for what it called an aggravated and disproportionate sanction. It said the government's action meant journalists in Hong Kong were working in an opaque environment where fear and self-censorship may replace freedom. In August, Mr Mallet chaired a pro-independence talk at the FCC. The Secretary for Security, John Lee, says the barring of Victor Mallet yesterday wasn't linked to press freedom. This case has nothing to do with freedom of expression or freedom of the press. Uh, The government has said many times, in considering any application for entry, uh, we will be... Uh, acting in accordance with the law and the prevailing immigration policy to make a decision. Mr Lee also says authorities are processing the appeal by the Financial Times, which the newspaper filed last month in the absence of any reason for denying Mr Mallet a work visa. A pro-government lawmaker says the government was right to turn Mr Mallet away. DAB lawmaker Gary Chan believes Mr Mallet's motive for returning as a visitor was to prolong the controversy and politicise the refusal of his work visa. I hardly believe that he came to Hong Kong as an ordinary visitor. 
and he is likely to do something harmful to the one country, two systems. And I think he just wants to politicalize the issues. And it is all right to the government to put a stop on it. But pan-democratic lawmakers have strongly condemned the barring of Mr Malik from Hong Kong, saying the move harms press and speech freedom. Their convener, Claudia Moe, says Chief Executive Carrie Lam needs to explain and apologise. They're using this Victor Marlet affair as some sort of uh, you-watch-out kind of precedent to tell the international community to uh, behave if you do or say anything politically incorrect or considered to be politically incorrect, you will be barred altogether. Such happening is going to scare off not just uh, any regular members of the uh, international community, but uh, in particular our foreign investors. To other news, LegCo's debate on a motion to thank the chief executive for her policy address has entered the third day, and the proposed large-scale reclamation off Lantau continues to dominate the meeting. Pro-democracy lawmaker Raymond Chan says the Lantau Tomorrow concept, which involves creating 1,700 hectares of reclaimed land, is a scam and a financial black hole which will add to the burden of future generations. Another pan-democratic legislator, Aung Hin, accused the government of focusing only on the potential economic returns and ignoring all the negative impacts. But DAB lawmaker Lau Kwok Fan defended the plan, saying it would ease the acute housing shortage. Something has to give. You can't just say you want the benefit but we don't want to pay for it, he said. A site manager for the main contractor overseeing work at Hongham Station on the Shatin to Central Rail Link has told an inquiry he wasn't interviewed or made aware of any internal probe about steel bars being cut too short. He said he only found out about the incident this June. Candice Wong reports. Kyle Rogers, a former superintendent of Leighton, was testifying via a video link from Australia. He's been accused by whistleblower Jason Poon from China Technology of being aware of steel bars being cut too short at the Hongham site and having directed the work. Mr Poon made these allegations in an email to Leighton in January last year. But Mr Rogers told the inquiry he wasn't aware of the email at the time, nor was he interviewed in a subsequent interview internal investigation by Leighton. Commission Chairman Justice Michael Hartman said this was a bit puzzling. Mr Rogers also told the inquiry he didn't recall seeing workers cut steel bars when he, his supervisor and Mr Poon inspected the site in September 2015. He also denied discussing it with the two men in the food court of Hongham Station the same month. When questioned by the Commission's counsel, Mr Rogers said he wasn't surprised his colleague didn't tell him some eight steel bars were cut. He said if the matter was dealt with in a speedy manner, he may not be told about it. But he later agreed the incident was major. The incidents prompt Leighton to issue a non-conformance report to subcontractor Function Construction, which carried out bar-bending works. Turning overseas, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, says Russia has asked the U.N. to lift global banking restrictions against North Korea that are in place to try to curb Pyongyang's nuclear program. But Ms. Haley, emerging from a Security Council meeting, said the United States wouldn't allow sanctions to be eased. She said Pyongyang still had nuclear facilities and hadn't allowed inspectors to visit them. She accused Russia of cheating the sanctions program.
What Russia is trying to do is earn brownie points with North Korea. And I think they are also just trying to go ahead and talk about lifting sanctions because they're already cheating. They're cheating whether whether it's on the laborers trying to bring North Korean laborers over. They're cheating with the refined petroleum. We know that they've been doing some things with the financial aspect of it. They just don't want to get caught. A new regulation to restrict asylum claims by migrants has been published by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. It'll no longer allow people who enter the U.S. illegally to claim asylum. Here's the BBC's Chris Buckler. America's Department of Homeland Security claims that the asylum system is being abused and has become overwhelmed with meritless claims. In response, it is stopping anyone who crosses into the U.S. from Mexico from claiming refuge, unless they go through a formal border crossing. Its latest attempt to try to address problems caused by illegal immigration, an issue which has angered and frustrated Donald Trump. Officials insist it is within the president's power to place new restrictions if it's in the national interest. However, they are likely to be challenged in court. A wildfire in the US state of California has forced thousands of people to flee their homes in Butte County, north of Sacramento. The town of Paradise is seriously affected. Firefighters are battling to put out the blaze, which is being driven by high winds and dry conditions. The state authorities say a number of buildings and structures are ablaze, including a hospital. Randy Bartell told a local television station that he escaped with his dog. We had to drive through flames on both sides of the mountain. It was pretty scary. We were at the Vista Point um, just watching it, and then cops and stuff came. They're like, you guys got to go now. It happened so fast. Like, we went outside, we seen smoke, we thought we had time, and then it just, it was at our house. Driving through the flames to get out, me and my dog. The personal belongings of the British physicist Stephen Hawking have raised more than two million US dollars at an auction in London. Essays, awards, and even his wheelchair were sold off to raise money for charity. Here's the BBC's Charlotte Gallagher. When the visionary scientist Stephen Hawking died in March this year, he left behind a legacy of incredible discoveries. Many were detailed in the manuscripts and books which were sold by Christie's Auction House. A copy of his PhD dissertation raised more than $750,000, over four times the estimate. As well as his academic work, some of his more personal belongings were sold off too. A script from when he starred in The Simpsons and one of his wheel chairs, which alone raised more than $400,000. To business news, at least seven property developers have submitted bids for a second residential site on the runway of the former Kai Tak Airport. They include Cheung Kong, KY and China Overseas Land and Investment. The site, which can build more than 570,000 square feet of floor area, is expected to fetch between 7.7 billion and 9.7 billion Hong Kong dollars. Some analysts have lowered their estimates, as the first site on the runway was sold earlier this week at near the bottom range of market expectations. And the price per square foot is more than 18% below what Sun Hung Kai properties paid for a nearby site in May this year. Local and regional shares have dropped across the board as the US central bank appeared poised to deliver another interest rate increase next month. A short while ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 25,623. That's 604 points down on the previous close. Market turnover was $49.8 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 113.89 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 21 cents. And now with the sports news, here's Adam Chern.
We start with football's Europa League, where Chelsea and Arsenal are both safely through to the last 32. Chelsea made it four wins from four group games with a 1-0 success at Bate Borisov. Olivier Giroud's first goal of the season was the difference. His old club Arsenal also reached a knockout stage after a goalless draw with Sporting Lisbon. The game was overshadowed by a serious injury to Danny Welbeck. The Arsenal striker was stretchered off and taken to hospital with a broken ankle. Here's the BBC's John Murray. The first drop points in the Europa League for Arsenal, but it's mission accomplished with progression to the last 32 with two games to spare. It was a slightly subdued performance. The serious injury to Danny Welbeck may well have contributed to that. A number of players looked distressed as Welbeck received oxygen on the pitch in the first half and was then stretched off with a splint on his right leg after a nasty fall. Arsenal, though, had the chances to win it. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang hit the bar early in the second half. Mkhitaryan was denied by Ribeiro in the sporting goal. And then late on, a Bamiang through on goal was brought down by Jeremy Matcher, who was then sent off. But Arsenal go through, and it's now 15 unbeaten. Dinamo Zagreb made it four wins out of four as they beat Spartak Trnava 3-1. Lazio progressed and eliminated last year's runners-up Marseille, beating them 2-1. Salzburg beat Rosenberg 5-2 to progress from Group B, while Celtic beat RB Leipzig 2-1 to stay in contention. Hong Kong's football team have departed for Taiwan, where they will play in the second round of the East Asian Football Championship. Four teams are set to battle for the one remaining spot in the final stage to be played in South Korea next year. Hong Kong faced Chinese Taipei on Sunday, with North Korea and Mongolia to follow. Coach Gary White believes he has a stronger side than Chinese Taipei, even though the opposition have a higher FIFA ranking. White was coach of the Taiwanese team before joining Hong Kong two months ago. When I went to Taiwan, it was a a developing country that didn't really win many games. Uh, So the Taiwan that was before me is a completely different animal to what it is now. But when when I match up the two teams, I'm still very confident that we're stronger um, in terms of our players, um, in terms of our professionalism um, and I just think that, um, that the game is going to be a competitive game but you know obviously I'm, I'm looking to win this game and we finish with American football the Pittsburgh Steelers demolished the Carolina Panthers to get week 10 of the NFL season started six different Steelers reached the end zone in a 52-14 victory at home behind 328 passing yards from Ben Roethlisberger Pittsburgh extended their lead in the AFC North, while Carolina's three-game winning streak came to a crushing end. And as you look at sports. Thanks, Adam. To end the news, the top stories once again. Exiled mainland writer Ma Jen is worried he won't be allowed in when his plane lands in Hong Kong this afternoon. The Foreign Correspondents Club expresses shock over the barring of Victor Mallet, who tried to enter Hong Kong yesterday as a visitor, and people entering the United States illegally will no longer be able to claim asylum. The news from RTHK. Say shut up, shut up Every time I say I'll be there